0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 160 of SwiftCast. This is Steph. Adam. And Ashley. So we have a little bit of a smaller crew for you today, but we have a really exciting episode, I think. There has been a lot of Taylor-related news in the past week. It seems like she had been quiet for a while, and now things are ramping up, and she just seems to be everywhere, which is pretty exciting. And of course, the usual routine of people liking to use Taylor's name to get themselves publicity is another thing that's still happening not surprisingly, but Kanye West actually released a video for his song Famous, which we've talked about on earlier episodes. It includes a lyric related to Taylor. And the video actually, we have not watched it, and we're not going to watch it, but it apparently includes a likeness of Taylor in the video, and it's very inappropriate. And just really, the whole topic doesn't deserve... Any attention because it just gives more publicity to people who are using Taylor's name for said publicity. But because of all this negativity, we actually have a great main discussion on this episode. We're going to cover an article from Pierce Morgan where he talks about how great Taylor is. So I'm really excited for that.
2: Yeah, Kanye's video not only used Taylor, but it also used the likeness of some other people like. Donald Trump, Bill Cosby, Rihanna, among many others. And I just think that Kanye is just so inappropriate with everything that he has been doing lately, back from when the lyric came out to this new music video. And like Steph said, I'm sure he's doing it for publicity because he gets his name in the news now. But um, like she said also, we're much looking forward to discussing something more positive, which was this great Piers Morgan article. So stay tuned.
1: First, we'll go into some older tweets and take a step back into time.
2: And our first one comes from five years ago on June 25th, 2011. And this was an awesome moment. But Taylor had tweeted that day, in my dressing room, getting ready to play Gillette Stadium tonight. I can't for the life of me believe that we're playing here tomorrow too. And if you don't remember, that was the infamous rain show where it was a complete downpour. You've probably seen some videos of it, and it turned out to be such an awesome moment.
1: I missed that show by one day. I was actually in Boston, and it was raining. And my family was saying, oh, I'm so glad we're not at the show tonight. And I said, I kind of wish we were because it probably would be cool to see Taylor in the rain. And then it became this. Infamous show, Taylor's probably favorite show she's ever done.
2: The one visual I remember seeing from it, and you guys can tell me if I'm right on this, but I believe the scene is in the Sparks Fly music video where she is sailing on the balcony during Love Story and the rain is just coming down. Yes,
1: that is in the music video.
2: That's a very cool part. I love that visual.
1: And it's really cool because... I think Gillette just has a special place in Taylor's heart because when she was doing the Fearless tour, the very final show of the Fearless tour was at Gillette. And it was when she realized she could sell out a stadium. And so in this tweet, when she says she can't believe they're playing two nights at Gillette, it was sort of a progression for her because she went from playing one night for the Fearless tour and then now she was doing Speak Now and she was selling out two nights And they actually did a lot of photos with the whole band back when she first played Gillette. So it's just a cool stadium for her, I think.
3: Yeah, and I remember um, last year for the 1989 tour, because I was able to go to Gillette, we actually thought that there was going to be another rain show um, the first night, because it started getting really cloudy, and it did start to mist a little bit. And I think Taylor tweeted something about, um, it's not unfamiliar and it would be exciting to do it again kind of thing. Another show in the rain.
1: Yeah, I think I remember that. Didn't she say something like, Boston, you and I have something about rain? or.
3: Yeah, something about we've done this before. And our second tweet is from June 23rd of 2012. Taylor tweeted, "When to get coffee today. Open my change purse seashells fell out barista goes sorry we only take cash or credit so there's that
1: (laughs) i can't believe that was four years ago that's just crazy that feels like yesterday to me but i also have to wonder if the barista the barista must have known it was taylor right i would imagine so yeah i would have loved to have seen taylor's reaction at the actual counter Well, our next one is from June 21st of 2013, and Taylor tweeted, it's summer, isn't it? And she included a vine of her and Selena, and they were eating ice cream on a bench in Connecticut.
2: I remember that well, back in the time when Taylor used vine a little bit.
3: I miss when Taylor used to do vines. I remember this one, uh, this particular one, that one was really cute of her and Selena. And there was another one, I think maybe a day or two later, of her and Meredith, where she was sitting on the couch watching Titanic. And it's kind of like what she does before she goes on stage or something like that. Oh,
1: yeah, that's right. That was a Vine. Taylor doesn't use Vine anymore. She sh- really should probably go to Snapchat, right? That's what everybody uses.
2: Yeah, I think it would be fun if she used Snapchat. It'd be cool to see a little glimpse into her day to day life. I mean, I know we get. Tweets and Instagram posts and things like that. But Snapchat is a little bit more inside the life of a celebrity. So if she chooses to use it, it'd be pretty cool.
1: Let's hope that happens sometime soon.
2: Our next tweet is from June 24th, 2014. When my mom says, think you should brush the back of your hair? It's really less of a question and more of a call to action.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's a great one. This made me think of... That short clip video where that fire alarm is going off and Andrea is like, put some clothes on.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Or if you want to go way back when they had the video when Taylor has the choker on and Andrea says to take the choker off and Taylor (laughs) refuses.
3: So it definitely would be a call to action more than a (laughs) question. And our next one comes from June 20th of 2015. Taylor tweeted to at OK Magazine, this misleading headline and your choice of words in labeling me are why we need feminism in 2015. And with this tweet, she posted a picture of an orca whale coming out of the water and a caption that says, I came out of the ocean because you need to stop.
2: One of the best tweets of all time. (laughs) And remind me, what was the headline that she was referring to?
3: This was a headline when
1: the headline pretty much said Taylor makes baby announcement before concert. And it was Taylor posing with two fans a husband and a wife and they had their sonogram and they took a photo with Taylor and the sonogram. And so all these headlines made it sound like Taylor was announcing that she was pregnant. And it was really very misleading because it was all Taylor's baby announcement kind of headlines. And actually the couple just recently tweeted a photo of the baby. I think they had a boy. And so a photo of them with their son alongside the one with Taylor. It was cute.
2: That is definitely a very cool way for those two people to announce their baby though.
1: Yes, what better way could you announce it? Well, our next one from a year ago is really a special tweet from June 25th of 2015. Taylor tweeted, After the events of this week, I've decided to put 1989 on Apple Music, and happily so. And we'll be touching on this a little bit more in our main discussion. But that was a huge turn of events a year ago.
2: So this tweet must have been a couple days after she helped them, or she wrote that open letter to them, right? Right. Okay. And she followed up that tweet with another one on the same day that said, This is simply the first time it's felt right in my gut to stream my album. Thank you, Apple, for your change of heart.
1: Definitely very powerful stuff with the Apple letter last year. Well, next we're going to move into some current news. And like I said, Taylor's been busy this week, so we have a lot of news to cover.
3: And in our first piece of news, the Taylor Swift experience is making its way to the State Fair of Texas with brand new stuff. That's really exciting.
1: Yeah, that should be interesting. Is it going to be like a museum exhibit?
3: I'm not sure. I think they're going to have different exhibits, um, areas, from what I understand. But from what I read, I think the state fair is in Dallas, Texas.
1: Yes, which is unfortunate because, as we know, Taylor will be in Austin in October for the Formula One race. And when I first read about this, I was hoping the Taylor Swift experience would be in Austin, so I could stop by and see it.
3: I was hoping the same thing.
2: I wonder if any fans who are going to the show will make a detour to go see it.
1: I bet they will. But if anybody does go to see it, let us know how you like it. I don't think it's open yet, but I do know that it is going to be open through October, so it should be a, a good exhibit. Earlier this week, Taylor went to Selena's revival tour in Nashville. And she was with Tom, Austin, Kelsey Ballerini, Abigail, and Abigail's boyfriend, Matt. And this was really exciting for a lot of reasons. But I was really excited because Adam actually predicted that this would happen a while ago, right?
2: I did. Yeah, probably a couple weeks back. Um, I know that Taylor's been really quiet lately. But I thought that she might show up at Selena's tour because Selena was just getting started with her revival tour and they've always been such good friends and she did go. Um, She wasn't a special guest or anything, but she watched and it looked like she had a good time from the pictures and little videos that I saw. So I'm glad she was there to support her friend.
3: Yeah, there was a really funny picture that I saw from this. I think Austin might've tweeted it, but he was like getting his picture taken and in the background, Taylor's head was kind of like peering over a little um bar area i guess and so she was just kind of popping out there in the background i thought that was really funny
1: <laughs> that i know which photo you mean that was a great photo
2: she is an expert photo bomber
1: right i wonder where she could possibly get that from maybe her dad might have an influence <laughs> on that
3: at first you don't notice her but then it's like oh <laughs> there's taylor <laughs>
2: Well, after the concert, a day or two later, Taylor was spotted out in Nashville again with Tom, and surprisingly, she had a different hair color, which we were all kind of shocked at. I guess I was shocked, but
1: I was very happy with the new hair color. It's much more like the old hair color. Even though we're calling it new, it's really old. <laughs> right. I just love it. I I just didn't really like the platinum. I just didn't think it worked. Um, Maybe because of Taylor's complexion. I don't know. I, I think we've probably referenced this on other episodes, but it was not my favorite hairstyle. But right now, the way it is right now looks great.
2: Would you call the current color just a regular brown? I mean, it kind of reminds me of her hair color that she had for the nineteen eighty nine world tour.
1: Yeah, I think I would describe it as honey blonde.
2: Oh, really? Hmm.
1: Yeah, but it's it's really like what she had for nineteen eighty nine. What would you call it, Ashley?
3: Yeah, I definitely think that it looks pretty close to her 1989 tour hair myself, but I definitely like this look better than her her hair color from these past couple months.
1: She definitely made it work for her, but it just wasn't my favorite look.
3: And while Taylor was in Nashville, she made several fans' day when she visited the Taylor Swift Education Center at the Country Music Hall of Fame.
1: That was so great.
2: Yeah, as we'll talk about more later when we talk about the Piers Morgan article, she just continues to make fans happy and meet fans and do awesome things.
1: Yeah, this was actually a really cool story from one fan. Her name's Emily, and she posted her story on Tumblr. Her username is wine, except the I is a one. Wine hyphen stained hyphen dress. And she actually posted her story about how she was going to Nashville and she learned that Taylor's team wanted to give her some merchandise. And they asked if she could meet them at the Country Music Hall of Fame so that they could give her this merchandise. And she was really excited. So they gave her this merchandise and then they gave her tickets to get inside the Hall of Fame. So she and her family decided to go right then and there and check out the Hall of Fame So they go up in the elevator and when the elevator doors open, you're really where the education center is in the hall of fame. So they were just wandering around, checking out all the cool exhibits that are there. And Taylor just pretty much came up right behind her. (laughs) And at first Emily just didn't even notice and just couldn't believe it. But Taylor had written her out a card about, how much she wanted to meet her and Taylor pretty much hung out with her for the afternoon, took lots of photos. After they left, I thought this was really a cool part of the story. After everything was done and Emily and her family went back to their hotel room, they actually got a call from Taylor's team and what actually happened was Taylor wanted to pay for Emily and her family to go out to dinner that night. And so they were they just asked where do you want to go? And so they ended up going to this Italian place and Taylor paid for the dinner. Isn't that crazy?
2: That is just the coolest story. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I can't imagine getting a call and hearing that Taylor wanted to buy me dinner.
2: I would have been like, well, she can buy me dinner if she comes to dinner with me. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, that that's great that she did that.
1: Yeah, like I said, that's just something nobody else would do. Taylor just likes making people's days. And I loved looking at all the photos of the fan reactions from Taylor being at the education center.
3: Yeah, her picture, well, one of her pictures, I think, that I saw was really awesome. Just like her reaction, like turning around, just like with this gasped look on her face. Like, oh my gosh, like, is that Taylor? It was just like a priceless photo. But yeah, I can't imagine, like, being there and turning around and seeing Taylor standing there and, like, getting to talk to her and then having on later in the day be like, Taylor wants to buy you dinner. Like, what?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Well, after spending some time in Nashville, Taylor went over to the UK and she was spotted out and about town for the past few days with Tom and Tom's mother. They were in Suffolk a few times. I think they were near Essex and they were on a few different beaches and there were just some photos of them kind of wandering around together. So we'll see where Taylor goes next.
2: I do have a prediction for the very end of our episode when we do what will Taylor do and it involves England so.
1: Oh that'll be exciting.
2: But our final piece of news is that some fans spotted that a slide was already put up at Taylor's house in Rhode Island. So it is obvious that she is getting prepared for her 4th of July party.
1: I think so. And you know what? That was going to be my prediction for next week, but now it seems like it's too easy.
2: Oh, that she was going to have a party.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Didn't she have a, like a similar blow up slide last year, like around the same time?
1: I think so. Yeah. And before that, she had the, just the water, not a slide slide, but what are they called? They just lay on the grass and you slide on them. slip and slide. Yeah, slip and slide. Yeah, slip and slide. Mm-hmm. I was blanking there. But yeah, I think when she had that turtle. Oh, yeah. She was using the turtle on the slip and slide the one year. But I think she had an actual slide last year, so.
3: And a blow up swan.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> lots of swans last year.
3: I wonder which blow up critter she'll have this year.
1: Yeah, I hope she has some, something fun. Well, we have not covered Swifty Problems in a few weeks, so we wanted to cover that this week. We have some good ones.
3: So our first one comes from at MarvinTran76. This is from May 31st. For some reason, I always find myself watching the 1989 World Tour movie at 4am when I should be sleeping. Hashtag Swifty Problems. I totally understand. (laughs)
1: Our next one is from at Marianne Enrique on Twitter. And she tweeted, sometimes I feel like I'm Taylor Swift because every time I hear her name, I automatically turn my head and face him or her Swifty problems. That's true.
2: Our next one comes from puppy lover 1202. And they said, I'm not going to lie. I may be a little sad about the Taylor Swift and Calvin Harris breakup. Hashtag Swifty problems.
1: Yeah, and we we talked a little bit about that back on episode 158.
3: Our next one is from A. Macaulay W.I. They said, is it too soon to be super, super, super excited for a new T-Swift album? But really, though, Swifty problems. It's
1: never too soon. I don't think.
2: Exactly. I agree.
1: And we've been talking about this for months, but I think we do have a feeling we'll have an album definitely by spring of next year worst case scenario is my opinion well our next one is from at lady Carew on twitter and she tweeted should i unfollow calvin harris now lll swifty problems and it's really up to swifties swifties should be able to do whatever they want
2: yeah i've been following calvin on snapchat for probably a year or so and i'm not going to unfollow him i think that He's really funny on Snapchat and he makes me laugh. So I'm going to continue to see what he's up to.
1: Yeah, whatever floats your boat.
2: Our next one comes from Vinny on Twitter. And he said, not being able to be at the Nashville Revival Tour. Hashtag Swifty Problems. Yeah, absolutely. When you know that Taylor is there, you wish you were there. Me too. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's a big problem.
2: Actually, our other host, Ashley, who's not here today attended the Revival tour yesterday on Saturday. But unfortunately, Taylor was not there.
1: Yeah, that's a bummer. It would be nice to see Taylor at more Selena shows. I really wouldn't be surprised if it happens again.
3: And our last tweet comes from OMG. It's KlayXL. Taylor's in Essex and my poor heart cannot handle the fact that my queen is an hour and a half away from me. Hashtag Swifty problems. It's very true.
1: Well, thank you to everyone for submitting Swifty Problems. If you have a Swifty Problem, feel free to tweet the hashtag and we'll include your Swifty Problems on the next episode. For now, we're going to move into our fashion segment. And our first piece of fashion is from when Taylor was attending Selena's concert in Nashville on June 21st. And she wore a great two-piece dress. It was red. It's from Reformation. It's called... Dawn Two-Piece in Bordeaux, and it's $118. The dress reminded me of kind of 1989 days, probably because it was a two-piece dress. And Taylor also carried a Rebecca Minkoff Mara saddle bag, which is $295.
2: Our next one is from when Taylor was at the Country Music Hall of Fame, which we mentioned earlier. It was on June 23rd, and she was wearing... A Reformation Mason dress in Hamilton, $178. Her shoes were Seychelles Little Owl sandals, which are no longer available, but they were brown. And she also had a Rebecca Minkoff Mara Saddlebag, $295.
1: I loved the outfit at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Again, it sort of reminded me just of, I guess, the 1989 era
3: And our last piece of fashion was when Taylor was out and about with Tom in Suffolk, England on June 26th. She wore a Free People Mina headband in henna for $18. Top Shop Moto Joni jeans in aubergine for $68. But unfortunately, they're no longer available. And she was also wearing her Rebecca Minkoff Mara saddle bag for $295. She really likes that little saddle bag.
1: Yeah, that seems to be a newish bag. I like it. And it's not like her other bags that are over $1,000. is kind of nice. But as always, thank you to tastewithstyle.com for locating these items. You can visit her website and see photos of Taylor's outfits For now we're gonna move into our main discussion, and like we mentioned, we are going to be talking about an article that Pierce Morgan wrote. The title of the article is called Taylor Swift's Only Problem is That She's Just Too Good for the Lot of Them. And this was published on the Daily Mail on june eighteenth of twenty sixteen, and Pierce Morgan wrote it, which is pretty cool, I think. But we wanted to just talk about Some of the article, you should definitely take the time and read the whole thing when you have a minute because it's a great article, I think. It's nice to see some positive news about Taylor. But Pierce actually starts out the article by referencing all the negative news that was going on around the time that this was published. And actually, the reason why a lot of negativity was going on was because the photos of Taylor with Tom in Rhode Island were released, and there were a lot of negative reactions to that and so pierce actually started the article by saying what is it about taylor swift that inspires such extraordinarily unsavory reaction judging by social media over the past 24 hours you would be forgiven for thinking that she's conniving selfish ruthless and just running around breaking hearts as fast as she rakes in cash and he also mentions that she's been branded a publicity-mad manhunting hound after being caught kissing British actor Tom Hiddleston. So a very powerful intro and very true. There were a lot of really, I thought, sexist headlines written, a lot of crazy articles. The number of articles written were astounding. Taylor was
2: trending everywhere. And then Piers also brings up a second point that happened around the same time as these photos being released, and that is the fact that Kim Kardashian was quoted in an article or an interview as saying that Taylor did know about that now infamous line in Kanye's song Famous About Her. When that song was first released, we heard different stories from both sides, but that Kanye said that Taylor approved the line, but then Taylor's People said that she didn't and she hadn't heard the song before. And basically, the simplest way to put it is that Kim Kardashian is calling Taylor Swift a liar and saying that she did know in advance about this. So that was the second point that Pierce brought up. And that was part of the media backlash that was hitting her.
1: Right. And after covering the two big reasons why Taylor was having so much backlash, Pierce went right into the facts, which I like. He just said, let's consider some facts. And he went through how many albums Taylor sold, more than 40 million. How many Grammys she's had, 10. She has an Emmy. She has 22 Billboard Music Awards. And then, I like this quote from him. She's beautiful, intelligent, hardworking, clean living, and more than lives up to the title of her second album, Fearless. As we saw with her heroic an ultimately triumphant stand against Apple over the way it financially abused recording artists via iTunes. And then he continued to give additional facts, talking about how Taylor always interacts with her fans and sends gifts, meets them in person, invites them to her home. She donates millions of dollars to fund not only arts and education programs, but also natural disasters and combating sexual and racial discrimination and cancer-related causes, as we know. So those are just facts, like Pierce says. I like that he really started this article by making such strong statements about the facts. You can't argue with the facts. And he mentioned that he met Taylor, and the way he described her was extremely polite, effortlessly charming, very natural, and great fun.
2: And then after stating all those great facts about her, he tried to describe why she was getting so much backlash. And he mentioned that her latest crime, if you will, was to be caught in these photos with Tom Hiddleston on a beach. And he makes some good points that, you know, they're both single people. They were accused of deliberately staging the photos. And there's people out there who believe that. These photos were to taunt her previous boyfriend, Calvin Harris, and kind of rub his nose in it, or to promote his chances, Tom's, of being the next James Bond, because there's been some rumors that they're looking for the next James Bond and he might be in consideration. And he makes a good point with this line. Do you think either of these two major stars of their respective industries need to go around setting up fake kissing pictures just to promote their brands? And he goes, please, this is not like Desperate Housewives.
1: (laughs) I like that, too.
2: Yeah, and his next line is very simple. It's it's just that two good-looking young people met, and they like each other. So, hey, there's some pictures of them.
1: Right. And he describes the reaction to these photos as an outburst of jealousy, which I always say, I love the line people throw rocks at things that shine. It's one of my favorites. But I do think any person who is successful will face adversity. Doesn't matter if you're a celebrity, even if you're just really good at your job, people will always try to tear you down. And I think a lot of that is because of jealousy.
2: Absolutely. And the next part of the article talks a little bit more detailed about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. And we don't necessarily need to touch on that. But What he does to conclude the part about them is really, really cool. He says that Taylor Swift is everything Kim Kardashian isn't, and it's driving the latter mad. First, Taylor has an outstanding musical talent for singing and songwriting, whereas Kim, by her own admission, has no discernible talent for anything other than shameless self-promotion. And second, while they both claim to be feminists, only Taylor seems to understand what this actually means. Promoting talent and a wholesome dynamic image over the pathetic selfie nonsense which Kim falsely claims is so empowering and liberating to women. So I like how he's basically saying that you know, they both are feminists, but just look at the things that Taylor's done and look at her, her career and you know how you can basically take Taylor's word for anything way more into consideration than somebody like him.
1: I definitely thought it was telling that the song lyrics first came about and we first heard word of it way back in January, February, right around the Grammys. And here we are months later, and for whatever reason, Kim Kardashian is bringing it up again. And it's really not for whatever reason. It's for, like Pierce said, self-promotion, publicity. They just keep rehashing this to keep their name in the news. People love to use Taylor's name to stay
2: relevant. They do. And he kind of wraps up the article by saying that people are trying to tear her down. And like he talked about a little bit earlier, it's because of jealousy.
3: Yeah. uh, One part in this, he says that she never sexualizes her image and seems pathologically averse to controversy. And by pursuing this path, she has managed to build one of the biggest brands in history of pop music and retained her dignity, pride, and sense of self-worth in the process. I can't think of anyone I currently admire more in the music business. She's living proof that sometimes the good guys and girls do come first.
1: That probably was my favorite quote, but last sentence.
2: And then my favorite quote probably comes right after that when he says, She's a fantastic example of what every young woman should strive to be, a true feminist whose talent, success, work ethic, behavior, and personality are all hugely positive role model messages. Absolutely. And I think anybody that has met her will tell you the same thing. And, you know, all the people that got to meet her at the Country Music Hall of Fame this past week would say the same thing. All the people that got Loft 89 during this past tour would say the same thing.
1: Yeah. And it's really cool that you have people like Pierce Morgan coming to Taylor's defense. He's come to her defense a lot. He always will defend her. He's very consistent with that. And I just think it's nice to know that somebody out there who is a journalist, actually a real journalist, not a tabloid journalist will defend her.
2: It's pretty cool. Absolutely. He's a very well-respected media personality and journalist and I don't follow him close too closely, but I believe he has his own TV show and uh, he's very well known. So you're right. This is not like TMZ writing something.
1: So like we said, definitely go check that article out. You can find it on the Daily Mail and let us know what you think. If you have any thoughts about the article or want to contact us about anything else, please feel free to do so. You can reach us on Twitter we're at SwiftCast13. We're on Tumblr at SwiftCast13.tumblr.com. We're on Instagram at Instagram.com slash TheSwiftCast13. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheSwiftCast. You can email us with any of your thoughts or Swifty problems or anything else at TheSwiftCast13 at gmail.com. And our website is is www.swiftcast13.com and also please make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and that will download the latest episode for you automatically and you can also leave us a review on iTunes if you would like and that helps other Swifties find our podcast so finally I'm excited for this because Adam said he has a prediction next week what do you think Taylor will do?
2: Well, I think that since she is in London or England, you know, somewhere in the United Kingdom there, tomorrow is Monday, because we're recording this on Sunday, and Wimbledon, which is the tennis tournament, is going to be starting. And for some reason, I just feel like since Tom is English and... Taylor has a friend who appeared as a guest on the 1989 World Tour last year, and that would be Serena Williams. She is playing in the tournament. I think that Taylor will attend the tournament and watch some of it.
1: Oh, that's good. I like that. It would be really cool to see Taylor at a tennis tournament. I really don't think we've ever seen her at one.
2: I can't think of one either. Mm -mm.
1: Basketball games, hockey games... Vanderbilt football, Notre
2: Dame football, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, Notre Dame football, that would be cool. I like it. Well, I'm really not sure. Like I said, I wanted to say that Taylor's going to be playing this great Fourth of July party, but it seems like I can't say that because it seems pretty definite that she is. So that would be the easy way out. But I think she'll return at some point this week to New York, and I think we'll spot her around New York a little bit before she goes back to Rhode Island for her big party.
2: Who is going to attend the 4th of July party? Will it be the usual crew or anybody different, or what do you think?
1: Oh, wow. Hmm. I really hope Ed shows up again. Those photos last year were just priceless. And Ed is supposed to have an album coming out in the fall, so he really should be coming out of hiding, right?
2: He should. He's been hiding for so long.
1: (laughs) I definitely would say probably... Gigi, maybe Camila Cabello, maybe Lord. Lord would be cool if she has time. It's so hard to predict because I don't know people's schedules but it'd be cool if Selena could stop by somehow in between her tour or if Abigail or Brittany could come by. What do you guys think?
3: I don't know that's really hard to predict. I think like Adam said it could be kind of like the usuals or it could be like a usuals with a mix of you know new people because i mean i, I know for her fourth of july party a couple of years ago she had matthew goobler show up and that was kind of a surprise to me because i didn't know they were friends but i really like that like that's awesome
1: she does have a lot of people there and you it's really hard to even keep track of everybody who
2: shows up but hopefully we'll get some good social media posts from whoever attends
1: Well, that's it for episode 160. Thank you so much for listening. For now, this has been Steph. Adam. And Ashley. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.
2: See ya.
3: Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.